<laughs> Which orifice would you want it to come out of? Um, I mean, I think the nose would be ironic and kind of funny, you know? I actually think it should come out of the butt. Just a tissue out of the butt? It's, it's counterintuitive. I'll say that. It's very avant-garde, but I'm into it. Hello and welcome to episode number 506 of the podcast. I'm your host, Max McCoy. And I'm your other host, Jamie Golden. The podcast is a show dedicated to delightful idiocy, and we're committed to educating you on things entertained but do not matter. To find out more about these conful pursuits, mm-hmm. check us out at knoxandjamie.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at the podcast and on Twitter at podcastpod. What is pequantical? I think it was Pequant, but I added the ifful, but I think it's just like flavorful, tasty. Yeah, because Google Drive is like unrecognized word. This yeah, word well, is potentially guess misspelled. what, Google Drive? Sometimes you don't recognize these when I use it in a slang-appropriate context. So <laughs> we fair, have beef with each other, don't we? That's right. Um, thanks for joining us this week as we are going to be inducting the newest fresh meat for Flavortown. But before we do that, guys, saddle up your pickles because we've got a trail to blaze in September for our two live shows 2023. Now, do not miss being in the room with a small group of like-minded podcast fans. And by small, I mean almost 2,700 seats are gone for our Austin show on September 2nd and for our Atlanta show on September 30th. And we've also heard your cry. So if you cannot be in the room in Austin or Atlanta, which is, of course, the preference, we would love to invite you to join us from a room in your home by signing up for the live stream that will happen on Saturday, September 2nd. When you sign up for the live stream, you get an exclusive party guide created by our beloved Indy, plus you get exclusive pre-show content, access to the ever-popular podcast chat, a blanket live stream license, so you can invite over as many friends of the show as you want to watch. Plus, you get access to the live stream for seven days in case you really can't watch it live. Now, visit knoxandjamie.com slash live or go to the link in the show notes to secure your spot. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. All right, Jamie, I'm so excited to be talking about Flavortown. And part of that is just we're overdue a Flavortown episode. Yes. But also, 
you know, sometimes you put the call, you put the bad signal out and sometimes Batman shows up and then sometimes he shows up, but he's a little hungover and you're not getting his A game, but you know, you're just going to deal with it. Our listeners showed up with honestly, I think the best slate of commentary we've ever had for any episode. I actually, I actually agree. It was high level. And there were a couple of people who commented and were like, these aren't good flavor town opinions. I was like, well, then you are not camped out, my friend, because there is some chaos in here, some real genuine chaos. Across the board. It was just such a great variance. There was even like a little, like a theater of war, including uh, golden doodles. You know, there was yes. some doodle slander. There was some doodle defense. It got a little, there's some animosity, but I think it, it was respectable animosity. And I, if, if memory serves, the last time we did a Flavortown episode, uh, I think you and myself, we caught some strays. Caught several strays. We were like sunny at the toll booths, you know? I didn't now, like that, but I think they course corrected this time. I didn't catch a lot well, of strays. Well, it's because one listener decided to put her stray where she goes, the last thing he told me is fire and the great <sighs> is trash. Wow. But she put that comment on our Smooch Mary Kill about, you know, 73 movies you can watch if you want to honor Asian Pacific Americans sure. during Asian Pacific American Heritage Month. And I was like, hey, Linda, there are no Asian Pacific Americans in either of these two shows. So this is the wrong place for this. And she was this like, oh, my bad. And she responded. She was like, oh, my bad. I put it in the right place. <laughs> good when we know better we do better That's so right. That's i'm right. just really excited to be here you know obviously we have a lot of really spicy takes to get into before we do that would you like to kind of bring people up to speed maybe recap like what we've been doing with flavortown that's right so you know flavortown i i have the largest estate in flavortown because i have quite a few uh spicy opinions you know just that i don't think there should be pets right. um period i think parents who go on dates with their kids are creepy. I mm-hmm. think if your Instagram bio reads wifey to Michael and mama to Ariel and Barbie, that y- it tells me you've never seen a therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I do believe that boneless wings are better than traditional wings. Um, and that white French manicures tell me that you have more than $10,000 in rolling credit debt. Also, live music is always never worth it. And we went to see Taylor Swift and uh, it was great. Yeah. But we could have skipped it. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> Especially now. I mean, we didn't even know about, you know, a pop star uh, loving a misogynistic, anti-Semitic, uh, racist, uh, greasy hairball. But even then, we didn't know. So it was fine that we went. You know what I mean? Listen, that's expert level hypocrisy dodging by you guys. 100%. Really well done. Well, really drinking my DMs in the have moment. been full. My DMs have been full about like, <laughs> do you feel proud of this reel that you linked to? And I'm like, I do feel proud of that because I didn't know it was the next week that the news came out. I'm Listen. sorry. So you are supposed to future defend yourself over <laughs> things that are not in your control? Exactly. I can't guys. do that. Listen, now restaurants, my, my thing right now is I do think restaurants with servers should not allow children uh, under 12 to dine there starting at 6.30 p.m. Okay. Okay. Listen, what about just, separate rooms? Can we do separate rooms? Okay. I would support a separate room, but I yeah. do want um, the better servers. And we all know that there are better servers sure. than other servers. That's why people get fired. So you think, so just, just so I'm clear, you're saying uh, different kinds of people should have, should only be able to go in different kinds of rooms, like in public places. <laughs> like yes, they but should it's only not based on socioeconomic status, like Aaron sure. talks about in our Bible binge episode <laughs> this week. That's oh different. Oh my gosh. Wow. Anyway. Aaron, that was quite a swerve to get you in there, but I'm just impressed. <laughs> <Yeah>. No notes. <laughs> Honestly, it's art at this point. It's art. Okay. But our mayor, so every, every, we do this twice a year. We open the gates to Flavortown to bring in new residents and we uh, crown a mayor. And our current reigning mayor, mayor, who that's literally her bio on Instagram, reigning mayor of the podcast Flavortown. Thank you so much, Madeline. Madeline Jeanette, she is leaving us. Now, how did she become mayor? Well, her Flavortown opinion was first cousin marriage needs to be destigmatized. It is the norm in so many places in the world. And I don't get why it's so taboo 
here. Now, Madeline did post her last State of the Union address in our comments this week, and she said, I give my blessing to the next mayor as well as to all the happy couples that have thrived under my leadership. Um, <laughs> There's maybe, so much self-assurance and confidence with well, that take. Those That's what makes couples it. have thrived despite their DNA not being that different, but still, mm. they have thrived for sure. So, I mean, I feel like it was, a, it was a great year for Rudy Giuliani, so that probably like is, it huh. buoys her case, you know? Um, so, you know, I think um, I do believe in a lot of ways that we have set the example for people going forward in terms of what we expect, but also how to liberate themselves from these things that they feel strongly about and they can actually um, feel the impetus to express those things. Do you have any that you want to uh, add to the table for this year? Well, like I mentioned before, the restaurants for service should not allow children sure. under 12 yes. to dine there. And as a reminder, I just want to like lean in 100% as to, you know, uh, tomato ruins a burger every time. Yeah, uh, yeah. And that uh, babies shouldn't be on planes because they don't have anywhere to be. Mm. Um, and babies don't have anywhere to be because if they did have somewhere to be, those people should fly to them. Why would they not fly to them? Why don't are make you a baby a fly baby? to you. Don't make a baby fly to you. Don't make That's a ridiculous. baby get on a boat, get on a, like a freighter and float to you. That's preposterous. That's ridiculous. I like both of those. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to add mine. I think, um, I think steroids actually improve sports and instant replay is ruining sports. <laughs> I really do. You know? Because you like instant, instant replay. replay, I like instant replay for me to see it. I like to watch it. But you mean for officials to use it, or do you mean both that I oh, shouldn't see, even get to see it? That's kind of interesting. I do like the um, like the it, it's slowing down the game. That's the problem. Yeah. Is it's like let's spend twelve minutes looking at all the angles to see if the outline of a player's PP touched the ball, which would change possession. <laughs> um, I do like what you're kind of Is saying. That true. Uh, if your PP touches it, you get to keep it. Whoever's pee pee touched it last. I mean, it's not all only about pee pees, but if it is like a pee pee grazing, you have to like get down to the minutia of whose pee pee was it and like oh, who right. touched it last before it went out of bounds. But I kind of like this idea of the officials don't get to use instant replay, but we get to know instant replay. So in a little side panel, we know they blew the call, but nothing. So it just gets us matter about yes, it. That's kind I of like fun. That. No, I, I like enjoy that. that. But I do think like in terms of steroids, there's a reason it was really fun to watch baseball when like Mark McGuire was built like a gorilla. And was hitting the ball 900 feet in the air. And now they're not. They're just Yeah, because like if everyone can take steroids, isn't that like making it a fair even play? Like are steroids expensive? How much do steroids I don't know. I, I Honestly, I don't know. And I'm sure there's health uh, downsides. But I'm saying the thing people don't want to say. Steroids made sports kind of fun, you know, and I think a lot of basketball players are actually on like some kind of form of HGH, but that's a different conversation. For I a different definitely time. think it made cycling just baseline interesting at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it really did. Yeah. Uh, my other one is that people, people, actors, actresses on reality TV shows actually work harder and are more committed to their craft than actors on everything else. I think that's a true You thing. mean like the cast of The Real Housewives? They're more yes. committed. I'm more impressed with what they are doing than what Nicole Kidman is doing either before the movie. Or Heartbreak feels good in a place like this. Or during the actual movie that she stars in. Because they, their blood, sweat, and tears are tied. Their persona, their identity this is who they are. This is how they're recognized in the real world. Tom Cruise, if he's a jerk in a movie, he can just be like, well, I was in a movie. I was playing a fictional person. These people on The Real Housewives or The Bachelor or The Bachelorette or whatever, they're like, that was that was actually kind of me, you know, in, yeah. in a sense. These That is spicy. That's a spicy take. It's spicy, they, but it's true and it's real. And that's okay. why we're doing this episode right. to get to the true and the real, you know. So um, let's get to what makes an opinion flavor town material because it's very nuanced. It's very open for interpretation. Right. Okay. Some people, they still don't quite understand. It does kind of feel like one of those, um, you know, the pictures where like you're supposed to stare at it 
and like zone out and you'll see the picture emerge, you know, yes, from it. Always. I could never do that. I could never even see that. So it's, it, people would always, I would be like, yeah, there's a dog. And they'd be like, no, it's a bird. And I'd, I would always have to lie about it. It's that kind of room for interpretation. Like you just have to know it and see it and speak the language. So it, it's a, it's a, a bit of a spicy take with a flair for the dramatic. And, and like it's, we've explained this several times, but like its namesake, Guy Fieri, a Flavortown opinion may look strange, but it doesn't apologize. And weirdly, it resonates with people. And it's an opinion that has to be both resonant and counterintuitive, but it has to have specificity, but also with an ambient weirdness. And that the, the word specificity, that's what it, what's important about these opinions. You'll find that most of them are very, very specific in a weird and true in way. The, in the weirdest way possible, yes. That's right. That's right. So we'll go through some initial brackets of these people didn't make it, and there's yeah. either a reason why, uh, and we'll explain that to kind of help people understand. Uh, the not enough bracket, this is from Oh What Fun 5, gasoline smells fantastic, okay? This was almost just correct, but even more than just being correct, um, it just needs more, right? Gasoline smells fantastic. It's not enough. But if you said gasoline, gasoline smells fantastic, and if they sold the scent in Bath and Body, it would be the most bought item. That's closer to a, to a flavor so, town opinion. So I think that Oh What Fun 5 has five kids. That's what the five is from. Okay. And I bet it's a little gasoline behind the ears, a little gasoline behind the, behind the Pikachu. You sure. Know I mean? Okay. There's another section that only one person got into, and this is just the wrong format. Like you're, I'm sorry, ma'am, this is a Wendy's. Uh, right. And this is Jen underscore hens. My dog's name is Suzanne's sugar baker. <laughs> it's, it's not even an opinion. This is apparently a fact and it's not even a good fact. It's a sad one. No, because it is Suzanne, a good fact. Because Suzanne, Suzanne was the worst of the designing women. She was the worst. <laughs> she was actually the worst of the designing yeah, women. It goes That's Annie true, Potts, but... Dixie Carter, Jean Smart, and Anthony, and then Suzanne. Probably. That's right. Even yeah. I would put, what's the old lady, the redhead? Not the old lady. I said Annie Potts and you need to respect Annie Potts. No, not that redhead. The really old lady, Bernice. Bernice, okay. Bernice, when she dressed like a Christmas tree. Yes, I love her. Uh, the section that just programming notes, these were just stuff about the podcast. Yes. Um, <laughs> that we're listening to, I guess, maybe. This is from Meg Gilliam. I don't get why people want entertaining things to be. There's quotes here, but these are the most sarcastic and snarky air quotes I've ever seen. A tight hour. I loved early days, Jamie going down a rabbit trail. I miss the super long nose episodes. When you read every comment, still feel jarred when there are only a few. I want this episode to carry me to work downtown to the hospital and back. I thrive in Star Wars sagas. I want 15 hour long episodes of my favorite show. Totally happy to cheer on the Bengals for a three hour game. And I like that she tagged the Bengals. Because who knows? Because she was maybe like, the maybe they'll see like, it. Maybe they'll give me some tickets or something. You want some ticks? You want some ticks for this <laughs> Flavor Town opinion? The, the, to me, this is just a free time flex disguised as a programming note. So this is not. This is not. A well, you know what opinion. I did is I put a poll up on our Instagram and asked, mm-hmm. "How long do you wish podcast episodes were each week?" Yeah, and I gave four choices: under forty five minutes, forty five to sixty minutes, always over an hour, two to three hours, okay. and we had uh, more than five thousand people vote. Mm-hmm. And 56% picked always over an hour. And then okay. 32% did 45 to 60. Listen, 9%, they into a three-hour podcast. And guys, if you're one of those 9%, you should come support us on Patreon. We make a lot, we make a lot of content over There's there. There's more content there. That's for sure. That's right. But also, the Bengals have 11 players on the field at any time, and so do their opponents. That's 22 people creating that content for three hours. We have two and a half people. One of them doesn't watch movies. Um, so we're limited <laughs> on what we can do. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. We also have uh, Gray Cycler. Knox and Jamie cursing elevates the podcast to new heights. If the sponsors can't handle it, let's get hella tushy back up in here. Uh, Jamie, have you felt like recently liberated with uh, with some cursing opportunities? 
No, no. I try not to curse on the show because I like to keep it clean and Mm -hmm. I want less work for Madison and for Jason. And so I don't feel liberated. But on Patreon for sure. Yes. Yeah, I um, (coughs) – it's tough because there's a cough. Keep that in, Jason. She's still just fighting through it and playing through the pain. Uh, Um, I – there's only one reason I don't cuss. Um, and it's because I don't know which of my kids' teachers listen and which don't. That's the right? only reason. So as soon as they graduate, the wheels are coming off. You I know. know. Now, my parents have not listened in 10 years, mm-hmm. but this could be the month they listen. And I don't want to risk it. it. I don't yeah. want to risk it. And you yeah. think they'll be like, oh, my gosh, I didn't realize this aspect of you cursing? No, they will. They'll be like, we knew it. Yeah. We're so disappointed in you. And when Jan says she's disappointed in you, you feel it for the rest of your life. You know what, though? If she does that, I would just throw some dollar bills at her and be like, that's what the money's for, okay? Baby girl gets to cuss when she wants to, okay? You keep taking that Verizon money, I guess. We're even, you know? <laughs> All right, do you want to talk about some of the comments that are just dealing with uh, some stuff that's unrelated yes. to our These episode? are people just going through it, okay? So first up is Marie Elizabeth Faith, who said, Golf is an erotic sport played mostly by men who are too entrenched in toxic masculinity to ask a friend on a walk or ask another man out on a date. The shaft... Grip and head? Come on. I feel like we had a lot of, uh, we had someone working through some golf stuff last time. Like she had multiple comments about like, I don't know because if she was like a widow to golf you or something. donated probably, she's probably donated her uh, partner or her dad, someone in her life she's had to donate to golf. Listen, uh, I just want to say to Mary Elizabeth, uh, you forgot ball washing, club length, ended up with a 69, such a smooth stroke. The difference between a stiff shaft and a flex shaft, like there's a lot there. There's a lot there. Listen, I learned about golf this weekend because of Michael Block because he made it into my sports talk. And I will tell you, first of all, how hard is it to film the hole so we can watch it go in the hole? I had a lot of issues with the PGA's filming because there were a lot of shots right in the caddy's backs. And I'm like, people, I'm, hey, I'm trying to see the ball go in the hole Is there just one here. guy with an iPhone 8 that is filming this? Also, Michael Block, if you're w- listening, congratulations. And mm-hmm. you need to wear sunscreen. You have skin cancer right now, I can tell. Probably. Like 100%. Probably, yeah. Okay, up next we have Zoe Kumpf, who said, I don't think Christian colleges should exist. They don't create well-rounded students and produce adults with an inequivalent level of education compared to non Christian universities. It's really just glorified indoctrination. Knox, you went to a Christian college. This feels like you should respond. I went to two Christian colleges. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> picked out of one and then went to another. This sounds like someone got suspended for repeatedly wearing pants when she should have been. <laughs> so that just, that sounds like an issue. It's not that dissimilar from like, if you go to the University of Alabama, you get indoctrinated in a different way. It's just not about religion, you know? So, but I, I, I agree with, uh, with some of the foundation of what she's saying. I think it's important to learn, you know, functional stuff in the world and not just like the fruits of the spirit in a different way. So I don't mind it. But sometimes you, the fruits of the spirit can help you interact with people at your job. It's true. How many different song versions of the fruits of the spirit can we learn though? Probably only one, you know, and I think we get that early. That's true. Okay. Up next we have Cass Bird who said, I hate little free libraries. (laughs) (laughs) All libraries are free. And part of the appeal of them is that they contain more than 20 books. Little free libraries only exist to give Boy Scouts something to build and to allow neighbors to abandon their fad diet books. Listen, I, I'm sitting here. This is so niche, but it's so perfect. It's actually I kind perfect. of, I'm wondering if we need to all agree that this actually does need to go into Flavortown because this is so weird and stupid and specific. Obviously, she's been wronged. Like she's been like kicked out of the lo- local little free library in her in her neighborhood, right? 
but I do feel like it's worthy of flavor too. Okay, so um, in my neighborhood, there's a free little library across the street, and it has had a South Beach Diet book in it since mm-hmm. I moved there mm-hmm. six months mm-hmm. ago. And I realized I was going to put a little free library in my yard, and it was going to yeah. say the podcast on it and everything. But then I realized I'm never putting the best books in a free library because I like to keep them. And sure. all my green light books, even if I read them digitally, I buy the book and then put it on my shelf. I'm going to put the books that I was like, it was fine. It was fine. Now, I know that that book might be somebody else's favorite, but still, it felt like I would be phoning it in myself. So I was like, well, I can't phone it in with my own library. Plus, what if somebody puts in Heinkampf or something? I can't, like, let people read that. Did you say Heinkampf? Did Did you say mine or Hein? No, I said Hein, and that's a fan fiction of That's not my struggle. That's like butt struggle, (laughs) right? Like that. I don't know what those words mean in German. So if it's wrong, please delete that from the episode. If that's no, even Jason, worse I think we need that one. I think, but it, it's a good point though. Like we don't need a, a ghost kitchen library, you know, it'd be like, if, if you have like, there's car washes, but then there's washes that just do your side mirrors. It's like, we, we were good on the first one. I don't think we need the second. You know? Okay. Next we have Katie Holm 15 who said, finding hair in your food is not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Did it really contaminate your meal? No. Is it yes, likely there's it did, more? Katie. <laughs> no. Is it likely there's more hair in there? Not really. Pick it out and move on. The not really here is so such a casual, <laughs> like I, I'm not invested in pursuing this line of thought. Do you think this is a real Katie Holmes? Do you think this is Katie Holmes? No. Uh, no, because the picture is of a real person who is Katie Holmes. And don't you think Katie Holmes would be like, I'm gonna keep the ES. Like no, I, I want th- you to know it's me. I think Katie Holmes would be like, I'm just going to change it to Katie Holm and use a different picture and people will never know. They'll never suspect. Well, here's the thing. I do think about the restaurant staffer who hasn't showered or washed their hair in 12 days. Mm-hmm. And I think I don't want that hair in my thing. And But I also think if that is their life, they're probably not washing their hands at work. Do you know what I mean? So 100%. it feels like a. I just don't think I can move on from the hair. The I think, look, it's about what hair, what kind of hair. Okay. What do you mean? There's certain types of hair that are gray way hair. more frustrating. Not gray, gray hair. hair. is very You cheap. are famously ageist now, not me. You have taken the mantle <laughs> from me. So maybe you're like, I can't believe a freaking old person's ruined my food and put their hair in it. No, think, when old people are work at restaurants, I get really sad. I don't like why? it. <laughs> why? I don't like it. Because I just get sad and I think, why do they work here? Why can't they have a job sitting down? They must be tired. Maybe they do it for the love of popcorn chicken. You know, maybe they're like, I want to be a conduit to the next generation for this popcorn chicken and make sure the Zach sauces get Zach sauced, you know? That's fair. That's fair. Maybe that's what it is. I, I just think, like, if it's a long hair, I don't love it. If it's a sp- certain kind of shorter hair, I really don't love it. But let me let me ask you this. This is a real example from my life. Not me, but my brother-in-law. What What is worse to find in food? We had this conversation this weekend. Okay. A hair or a staple? Oh, a hair. A that's what I said fine. as well. A staple's a, fine. A staple Aaron. just feels like a very bad accident. Yeah, that's just thing. like we we had to walk in the office real quick and the staple fell out of something. A f- <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> we were stapling handouts, but then we also got it in the food. That makes total sense. <laughs> don't don't look into that. Uh, but the hair is like, did this hair mean to be here? Or was this like an act of hair terrorism on my meal specifically? Oh, I get it. That's why I don't. I wouldn't send it back and want a new meal. I just would stop eating it. Because listen, if you send back a hairy meal... You're mm. getting a spitty meal in replace. <laughs> it's That's true. what's happening. That's what's it's happening, Katie Holmes. This episode is brought to you by our amazing sponsor, Aura Frames. It's Knox here with your annual reminder that Mother's Day is just around the corner this year. Let's think outside the box a little bit, guys. Forget sweaters, candles, or the dreaded bathrobe. They're all so predictable. 
and boring. That's why this year I'm recommending you get an Aura Frame. It's the perfect gift to mix things up and give a gift that shows some real thoughtfulness and is guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. We actually have one of these in our house right now, and we absolutely love it. It only takes about two minutes to set up, and it was super easy. Between all the kids, I was a little worried we'd run out of room, but it has free unlimited storage for photos and videos, and you can invite as many people as you want to contribute to the frame. Now that the kids are a little older, we've added them as contributors to the frame, and it's been really fun to see a few of their photos pop up from events they attend without us. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting auraframes.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use code podcast at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big, small ones, whether it's the stress that comes with planning a big event, having to redo the electrical in your entire house unexpectedly, or simply having to go on a picnic lunch when you'd rather be home pantless watching your favorite show. Stress is truly a universal experience that if left unchecked can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space where you can get things off your chest and work through anything that's weighing you down big or small. I've truly noticed such a difference in my stress level since I started therapy years ago, making it a priority and a consistent part of my routine has allowed me to relieve my stress in a very safe environment instead of bottling it all. As someone who has a hard time sitting in my feelings, it's given me the habit of reflection so I can identify and deal with stressors early on before they overwhelm me. BetterHelp is a convenient, flexible, and entirely online, making it easy to stay consistent. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash podcastpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash podcastpod. All right, picture this. It's finally getting warmer and you're picking up the after work run or a workout, but it's 4 p.m. and you're ready for a little snack to keep you going. What you want is something with clean, wholesome ingredients, but it's hard to find a snack that is great on the go and also fills you up enough to make a difference. Get ready to find out how good healthy snacks can taste with Chomps. We're big fans of Chomps in my house because not only is it so easy and convenient, but it's made with natural ingredients that taste great. Whether I'm prepping for recordings or taking one of the kids to one of their many end-of-year activities, I always have a Chompstick with me. They're also allergy-friendly, so I never have to worry about one of the kids deciding they want to take it with them. Chompsticks come in 10 delicious bold flavors, so there's a healthy snack option for everyone or grab a variety pack to satisfy your whole family's taste buds. There are even smaller chomplings for a quick snack for any kids in your life. Right now, Chomps is offering our listeners 20% off your first order and free shipping when you go to chomps.com slash popcast. Go to chomps.com slash popcast to see all the delicious flavors and get 20% off your first order and free shipping. That's C-H-O-M-P-S dot com slash popcast. Don't forget to use our link so they know we sent you. So the weather's getting warmer, and I'm so excited to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters, and hello to dresses and tees. I'm so glad that I found Quince, because not only can I update my wardrobe for the long haul, but I can do it without spending a fortune. Even penthouse Jamie, she's trying to save her cash dollars in this economy. But y'all know how I value quality, and I want to find timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Now, Quince has just restocked their $40 linen wide leg pant, which I am super bummed to try. They have such a nice drape to them and they're 100% linen, which means they'll be super breathable and I'll feel like I'm wearing no pants at all, which is my preference. I'm also loving the look of the organic cotton gauze roll sleeve shirt, which is also $40. Guys, true story. Like they have great pieces. I am obsessed with the cardigan I have and the sunglasses I have. The Leon sunglasses are dope. Their prices truly cannot be beat. All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands because they partner directly with top factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics. They cut out the cost of the middleman 
and pass that savings on to us. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pop for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash pop to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash pop. Lastly, some just incorrects. Um, that we want to go over really quick just right. to not rebuke people, but just be like, hey, come on, like you can do better, do better next time. That's right. Uh, Meaningful Madness says Ike Barinholtz is a national treasure. <laughs> I'm assuming she said it with a serious face. So for those who don't know, he played Morgan the nurse on the Mindy Project. Also, did mm-hmm. you know that Ike Barinholtz's dad, Atlin, is the judge on jury duty? I did not know that. No. That's a baby. Is, is he automatically better than his son? Is he 100%. automatically better than Ike? Alan is the better Barinholtz. Yes, for sure. Um, the, the real, I'm sorry, the underscore real underscore Davidson says sports betting is astrology for bros. Okay. Okay. Shot across the bow, you know, right. Did you feel that? I know you felt it. Would you like me to read what you wrote to her in the comments? Yeah. There's a, there's a, there's a lot of exchange. So there were 15, 15, uh, comments back and Mm -hmm. forth, but because people were like, just tag Knox, just tag him in it. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. And so you wrote back to her counterpoint with sports betting. If you do it well, you can buy new golf clubs. It's true. With astrology, if you do it well, you can't actually do anything with it because it's not real. That's right. And then Jenny responded, neither are your imagined profit, comma, my friend. Sure. Oh, would anyone go? And so you, of course, reacted very normally to that. Yeah. Yeah. And you replied, looks like someone's Uranus is in retrograde tonight. You know, I don't Yeesh. know the I don't know the language. I, I, I'm not here to to use the vocabulary that's appropriate. I just uh, here's what I know. I've got bets on the Heat to win the East, the Nuggets to win the West, the Nuggets to win the final, and Nikola Jokic to win Finals MVP. That it's going to make me enough money to rent a clown, fly that clown to the real Davidson's house, and play clown music outside her window while she figures out what her fire sign is. So you know, it's just different. It's just different. It's different. Next up, fart dot daddy says, let's normalize sharing streaming accounts with strangers. When other people do it with friends, it's thrifty. But when I do it with one of my favorite podcast hosts, it's hacking. I, you know, I, once upon a time, a restraining order meant something in this country. Right. And I'm just, I'm just a little frustrated. My you know, favorite part about enough. Fart Daddy is that he said, I do it with one of my favorite <laughs> podcast hosts. Not my favorite podcast host. Just one of them. Also, Fart Daddy put up the opinion, Ranch is the GED of condiment choices. <laughs> <laughs> Which is very, like... Chaotic, like very it, it, chaotic. It hurts. It hurts. There's so much truth. There, <laughs> you mean you know? because it worked so hard and and finished its high school education, and so ranch is, is the backbone basic, of this GD country. Then exactly I think I right. agree with you. Thank you. <laughs> um, and then last one. This is Eliza Bell Baker. Eliza Bell Baker. Uh, th- they say the enneagram is astrology for evangelicals. Listen, that's not. You think that's offensive to me? It's not, Elizabeth. Look, I find both the Enneagram and astrology to have a lot of helpful truths. I'm a Scorpio with Capricorn rising with a Sagittarius moon. Sure. I just, I like all of it's in a little stew, and whatever you want to use, you'd be like, that's it. That's what it is. It's what the if fire sign you? wing, you know? What if I I refuse to participate in this, Jason. I, I think you know I'm the drill. I'm saying that's me. That very much is me. I don't like things affecting my life. Um, okay, so that is th- those are people who got close, except for little free libraries. Casper, um, you were actually we're, oh, we're gonna you made you it, in. Casper. Congratulations. You're in. You're in. Uh, but but you are in a garden home. That's right. We're just going to see how it goes. Um, so we're now very happy. We're very pleased to induct the newest uh, class of Flavortown residents. Jamie, that's would right. you like to take it away? 
Up first, we have Sarah Bessie, who said, landlines are better than mobile phones. No one, first of all, she called them mobile phones. Okay? Mobile, she probably said mobile, mobile. too. She said know. mobile, too. She's Canadian. No one wants to talk to the orthodontist in the wild. Just leave me a voicemail at 11 a.m. on a Tuesday, like it's 1994, and let us live. I'm just proud of Sarah for not putting a U in phones or mobile, you know, like I feel like Canadians do. <laughs> what is Listen, it with Canadians in the U's? Like, chill I know out, guys. I love a U. Listen, in the year of our Lord 2023, you are expecting me, Sarah Bessie, to find a cordless phone that's lost its charge somewhere mm-hmm. in my house. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're expecting me to do? Do you? Because to me, getting, I don't know how you feel about phone calls. Actually, I do know how you feel about phone calls. Mm-hmm. Um, getting a phone call anywhere on any type of phone is like walking down the street and a van pulls up and kidnaps you and your face is now on a milk carton. That's what I feel about phone calls yeah. at all. I hate phone calls. Yes. I hate them. I hate them as well, but I actually do like what Sarah's saying here because I like that. You would you go to a be- landline. Yeah, well, I like their, the, see, I, I like the idea of landline. The problem is the telemarketers, they've taken over, you know? So we got to smoke them out first. It's like Mando season three. When Mando and Baby Yodes are like, let's go back to Mandalore, but we got to get all the monsters out of there first. Right. And they did. But then there, there's also like a Dreamosaurus Rex or an Imagine Dragon in the depths of the water. That they're, But it's good. Don't worry about that. Um, I think we have to get rid of all the telemarketers or even just make landlines to be like invite only. Okay. Like yeah, you can't call me listen, unless I accept an invite for you to call me. Listen, on Mother's Day, we had a lovely, we had a lovely lunch that I brought from Ashley Max. And then I, she unwrapped her uh, blade sharpener. Cause she's a quilter and I bought her a nice blade sharpener. Yeah. And then I had to do tech support for two hours. No. Why doesn't the printer work? Why does Netflix keep texting me and telling my account has voided? I don't have a Netflix account. I'm like, these are all spam. I have to do this at once a month at my parents, do all this tech support. And landlines are the only thing that keep them and me sane. So see, I do see I like the value. Just the, the push a button and like hearing all the messages you know, maybe they don't even have to play it. Like just print it out like a fax. That would kind of be fun. Let's go further back in time even. And I just want to co-sign Jan. Why are printers so difficult? Why are printers so high maintenance? You got to download a driver. Then the ink's not there. The paper's not the right size. Paper's jammed. Got to take the whole thing apart. Well, now you broke it. Now you got to send it in for a refund. It's it's too much, printers. It's too much. Okay. Up next, we have Haley Lord 96 who said, let's normalize picking your nose in public. Mm. Face it. We all have a booger from time to time that needs to be addressed. If you can take care of it in a public setting and dispose of it in a respectable manner, what's the harm? So Haley has clearly been called out for picking her nose in public. That's what this is all like emanating from. I, For me personally, I'm on, I'm on team. You can't be taking stuff out of your body in public. Okay. Can't remove a raw dog. Even in a bathroom, in a bathroom, you can. Yeah, in a bathroom, that's privacy. Yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. not public, you know. That's like uh, uh, you, you do that in, in the privacy of your own star or whatever. But like, I think the, once you unpack the unintended consequences of this, you get booger residue on your fingers. And if you're someone who really wants to pick your nose in public, you're probably not someone who's very sanitary. And like, luckily, I have some wet wipes oh. here that I can clean my fingers off with. So now your booger fingers are touching everything. I don't like it, Haley Lord. That shot's fired. Listen, I think the spice in this, the real spiciness of this opinion is that she thinks that we could all agree on mm. what is respectable disposal, mm. right? Because this is how the purge starts, okay? okay? Again, we cannot agree on, should Taylor date that guy and put him on stage, <laughs> even though he's real gross and racist and anti-Semitic? I'm just reminding you all. And we can't agree on that. How could we possibly be like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's totally fine to take out a booger and put it on a bus stop. Like, sure. That, you know what I mean? Like, that's You're where the booger's going to end up. Yeah. That's, I, I do like the, um, 
the think pieces online that would be like one knuckles enough you know why we can't go like two knuckles with like these booger pickings i just what l- two who can who can do two knuckles i don't know i don't have tiny baby hands like you so i'm assuming you can get two <laughs> knuckles in there but i don't know that Yikes. everybody can you know what how, what what's y'all's policy on snot rockets is that okay mean? or is that not okay absolutely not no never never absolutely. never snot rockets you're gonna never. sit here before me and god aaron moon and say you've never shot a snot rocket no. that fired I, I off believe, one salvo no, no, of mucus? No, no. Don't, don't drag us into have your I, gang. Have gross. I picked my nose? I have. Yeah. Have I pooped my pants? I have. I have never I've shot. I've never done a spitball. I've never done a snot rocket. Disgusting. Absolutely not. You're gross. I'm not saying you're gross. I'm just saying that's usually. You lay that's, on the floor a lot. <laughs> That's for my back, Jamie. Why are I know, you but like, me? but like, I'm just saying, like, it's you would lay on any floor. I think that's not true. You don't think you'd lay on any floor? No, I don't. You use I... the top coverlet at a hotel? Yeah. No, not with the sheet. I was sheet. You're the one who doesn't sleep with a sheet. I know. I don't like a flat sheet, but that's so different. Gross. That's not gross. That's just I don't like not a flat sheet either. Just, just give me a comforter. Y'all are disgusting. Y'all Listen, are disgusting. I'm I don't want to. I don't want to live in a country where we all act like we're we get so like when we sleep in hotels like we we unpack like a hazmat suit. We're not doing that. People are not doing that. Okay. Maybe you've done it one time when you stayed at a weird place. But if you Listen, paid, I know, like an, an, I know an influencer, Autumn May Grove, she is fantastic. You should follow her. But she, when she goes to a hotel, she forgets her slippers or her socks. She will leave on her, she'll put on her stilettos to go to the bathroom. And then she puts a towel down by the bed because she does wow. not want her feet to touch the hotel floor. Okay. Up next, we have Hannah Mulliken Lutz, who said, the moon should be named Neil. <laughs> After, read the after, freaking parentheses. Read the freaking parentheses. After Neil Armstrong. That's a that's a direct hit at Neil so deGrasse important. Tyson. Okay. All of the other planets have fancy names for their moons, and we just call poor Neil Moon. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a break. This is a fantastic oh, call. Oh, it's fantastic. But the name selection is horrible. This is no, a horrible name. It's a great name. It's a, Neil Armstrong was great. You think it should be Buzz? Guys, the Buzz Buzz is full tonight. Have we learned nothing? You can't stop naming stuff after people. Stop putting up statues of people because then they milkshake (laughs) duck you and you're like, ooh, this is awkward. You know, that guy was racist. What if you named it after a fictional character? That's well, but who portrayed the fictional character? Uh, That gets weird. That's why all the other moons are well named because they're like Greek mythology who they're probably also problematic, but it was an acceptable distance from now. You just can't name it Neil. And, and it, cause I think if you're, you're trying to correct the issue, which is bad naming, but then you're just naming a, a plain white guy name, you yeah. know, it just feels like, and, and when you look at all Neil the other sources, Tyson, who, he's black. He's got some tough stuff too. You know, no, if, he, if you he look into not. it, I think you're going to name it Neil. It should be after Neil diamond. Again, I, I just, I'm not going to name it after people. I'm just, I'm just not going to do that. Listen, you know? how many, how many, I want you and Aaron to guess in 2021 in America, how many babies were named Neil that were born? In 2021. Uh, the in whole America. year in all of America, how many babies were named Neil? 7,095. Okay. Man, that's a lot more than I, I was going to guess. Uh, and I feel embarrassed, but I'm going to, I'm going to be an honorable person and be guess honorable. my number. Okay. 501. 358. Wow. wow. That's, that's Neil, a lot less. Neil's not a, you're not going to hold a baby and like, ah, oh, Neil's so cute. Now let me, <laughs> can I scrutinize your, your data collection here, Jamie? Did you look at N-E-I-L and N-E-A-L? No, no, I did not look at N-E-A-L because that's a dumb way to spell Neil. <laughs> but I, I did look at, did you know that Neil is a nickname? What name is Neil a nickname for? Oh my gosh. Um, 
Nalander. Cornelius. Oh, that's the worst name. <laughs> it's the worst name. Neil, short for Cornelius. I've never heard anybody say that. <laughs> that's so that's absurd. When you look at the super other cool names in the atmosphere or in the in the solar system, um, you've got stuff like Europa. That's a fun oh, name. That's cool. I like that. And that is a planet that has like it shoots water vapor 100 miles past its atmosphere into space. That's amazing. Uh, Mimas. It uh, looks like the Death Star. These are all like there's tons of moon in our solar system. Tethys is a moon just made of complete water. Tethys? It's just like an ice. Do you know? Do you know which planet has the most moons? Would you guys like to guess? Um, Jupiter. Aaron, I also say Jupiter. It's not Jupiter. If you want to guess another one and win, is it Neptune. a planet? Is it like one of the eight planets, or is it like a fake planet you're making up? Jamie, I gotta be honest. I don't appreciate your tone. To be for someone who didn't get it right, <laughs> I don't know gonna, why you're showing me attitude. I know, but I'm just saying you're going to come back and you're going to be like, "Oh, it's actually the planet. Oh, uh, it's another galaxy." Oh, uh, is is Saturn <laughs> in your original eight planets or whatever? Listen, okay, Mars. Saturn, Mars has one forty-five. Saturn, oh. one forty-five. Is that what the that ring is? Um, moons? Are those all moons? What makes, I think so. What's that ring? It actually is. The, oh. Those aren't actual <laughs> rings. They're like fast-moving moons. I, I got. I'm 50 percent on it, whether that's true or not. Erin scoffed at me. I don't yeah. know. She was embarrassed for me, and then she remembered she doesn't know much about science well, either. Listen, I'm 40, 49 and a half percent. What's that's your best true, science so. fact off the cuff? Oh man, uh, probably plasma. I <laughs> like. <laughs> I'm to be glad. fair, that's the most unfair question to ask somebody. <laughs> it is unfair. What's your favorite science? Well, but she's, you said, I know some things about science. And I do. I know that there's a plasma. There Just, is. That it exists? A, that yeah. is a fact. Well, listen, we talk about, you know, air and water and gas all the time, but then there's this other fourth So plasma state. is not a third? It's not one of those three? No, it, it's, well, no, it's not one of the three, but there is a fourth. Plasma. Right. Plasma is the Oh, fourth. well, that is a fun fact. I See? thought I just, there were only three things. I want to apologize to all the scientists out there who just had an aneurysm <laughs> listening to us do that. You know? Sorry. Okay. I just, I, 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 my prediction is I, I feel like we're a few months away from Ron DeSantis saying the, the moon is too sexualized because of implications <laughs> of mooning. And he's going to, if he gets president, he's going to name it like some alpha male, like Tom Selleck moon. He's going to be like, that's a real American. <gasps> Don't be mean moon. to Tom Selleck. He's a great guy. I'm not mean to Tom Selleck. That's an alpha male name. No, that, but I feel he's, like, no he's going to name it Kevin Sorbo. I just feel like Ron DeSantis watches a lot of Tom Selleck, watches a lot of Magnum P.I. No, like, he probably does. Neat. That's Florida. That makes sense. This episode is brought to you by Pear Eyewear. I just love a reason to celebrate a niche pop culture themed holiday, don't you? Whether it's April 25th, known as the perfect date, when all you need is a light jacket. If you know, you know, or better yet, May the 4th. I'll gladly go all in. I was trying to think of a fun way to decorate R2 Dusty in honor of this most holy day of the year. And then I found out that Pear Eyewear just launched a Star Wars theme collection. Now I think I might have to celebrate by getting some new top frames for me instead, because the force is just that strong in their newly launched Star Wars collection. You guys, I'm not even joking. These frames are so adorable. And when I saw that they had a Grogu gradient, I could not contain my excitement. They have 21 unique designs that are all perfectly niche in the most delightful way. Their interpretations of familiar Star Wars icons are like fun Easter eggs that you can easily snap onto your favorite glasses whenever you're in the mood for a change. I love that their frames are so affordable at just $25 and that changing them is so easy. Hearing that little snap when you change out your frames, so satisfying. From legendary battles to formidable icons, these epic designs are for true fans. And whether you side with the Rebels, the Dark Side, or the Mandalorian, Pair Eyewear has got you covered. One pair, infinite possibilities. Go to PairEyewear.com and use code POP for 15% off your first pair and support the show by mentioning that the podcast sent you in your post-checkout survey. That's P-A-I-R-Eyewear.com, code POP. 
Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Okay, up next we have Nat Howe125 or Nathow124, mm. who said, One turtle in the ocean got a plastic straw up its nose, <laughs> and someone posted it on social media. Now paper straws are everywhere, ruining my life. And then Nathow goes at turtles, at turtles. <laughs> I want you, I want you MFers to hear they, this. That's right. <laughs> You literally have a hard shell to protect 98% of your body. You pay attention to your nose. <laughs> this is this is great. And I feel like I hadn't thought about this until I read this, but I think turtles are the most paper tiger animal out there. You know, oh, no. they're propped up by their shells and snapping turtles and ninja turtles. And they live so long. But we can't so have long. good straws anymore. Yeah, they That's live right. forever. But they're enduring. If you go to the beach and like you're close to the to the beach, starting at like 6.58, you got to turn off your lights. Otherwise, turtles will die of confusion. It, they're just very- Is that true? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like you got to get those lights off. How do you die of confusion? Those I haven't like, died Where of do confusion. I go to lay eggs? Dead. Uh, and like that's what happens to turtles. <laughs> and it's ridiculous. I had I made a list of other soft animals. I want to oh. read you guys really quick. Okay. So weak soft animals. Yeah. Paper tiger animals, just like turtles. Oh. Uh, electric eels. They're just fat snakes who have electricity. That's, that's not even How fair. is that weak? How is that weak? Tur- let's turn off the electricity and see what's what. Let's do some stuff. You know? Let's fight. What you got? <laughs> okay. uh, sharks. Sharks what? are the biggest paper tiger animal. How many people do sharks kill a year, Aaron? What do you think? Oh, like 16. Jamie, oh. what do you think? 300. Five. The number is five. Refrigerators right. kill more people a year. Jellyfish kill 100. They're Whoa. crazy. Sharks are just average predators with good PR, just like Johnny Depp. Geese, <laughs> bird bullies. They act all big and tough because no one wants to punch a bird. I'll punch a bird. <laughs> Let's do this. Step oh, up. I would punch a bird in a second. If Again, if a goose comes up to you and is trying to punk you, you have to punch that goose in the you face. You have to kick that goose in the face. You cannot let yourself be on a viral video. That's absurd. Guys. And then black bears. Black bears. If the rhyme on how to deal with you involves fight back, <laughs> right? It's brown lay down because they'll kill you. Black fight back because they're soft and white. Good night. That's a polar bear. Like you're going to you get into it with a polar bear. It's curtains. I don't go okay? where polar bears are. That's what I would say. Don't Here, do it. And I just want to remind people in terms of the environment. Yes. Does it take uh, a plastic trawl 200 years to decompose? Yes, sure. Of course. Right. However, just remember that there are 20 companies behind a third of all carbon emissions and the podcast is not one of them. We're so, not one of them. Again, don't come for us. Come for the people. Because even to make a, a paper straw takes like fossil fuels and stuff. You know what sure. I mean? Like, sure. Bad, bad, bad. What if we just <laughs> gather up all this plastic straws and shoot them onto Tom Selleck Moon and just let them chill there? Listen, you know? here, I was at Starbucks. And, you know, now Starbucks has little cups with a little sippy cup on it, yeah. right? He asked me, do you also want a straw? I'm like, you're the problem. <laughs> you can't give me the sippy cup and ask me if I want a straw. That's ridiculous. I will say AMC, Shasta AMC, their straws, their paper, they're pretty good. 
They're pretty Are good. they really? They're pretty sturdy. Okay, yeah. that's good to know. Up next, we have Caitlin Anderson who said, I wish we lived in a world where you could take off your arms when you go to sleep. <laughs> your arms are literally always in the way you sleep. You lay on them and they go dead. You wake up and you have a crick in your neck. It's because of your arms. I, this no, isn't it's not. wrong. No, it's not. It's not because of your arms, Caitlin. It's because you're sleeping on your stomach. Okay. No, and you shouldn't no. sleep on your stomach. You shouldn't. Every every orthopedic expert tells you you should not sleep on your stomach. You get a misaligned spine, neck strain, and wrinkles. That's why your neck hurts. It's not your arms. It's the fact that you're on your freaking stomach. So you're saying you should sleep on your back or your side? Yes, both of those. Either one of those. You really, your back is issue. ideal. Really, is your well? The, I can see maybe if you slept on your side, but you just yeah. tuck that under your pillow. You get one yeah. of those pillows that's got the hole in it. You know. See, that's the problem. I, I feel like bed should come with like a little little space for your arm. A little nook. I, I, I started getting tennis elbow from from how I type, so I had to adjust my sleep <laughs> position. Wait, wait. You got tennis elbow, yeah, man. Got not from sports. Sharp right angle. Just, how are you? T- what do you mean? Why Why are you not sitting in an ergonomic chair? What's no, happening? sharp right angle. Just like, the takes are flying. They're just going so fast. Oh, they're going so fast. You know, and it's okay. just like the elbow, you know, so I, so I had to change how I slept and always keep my arms straight. So I go under the pillow. But the problem is you got it. Like you said, you got to invest in a good pillow. Otherwise, that the, the topographical disturbance in your neck is just going to be a problem. Listen, you know? you know, the best person to talk about this really is Erin because on her homepage of her own phone, she has four apps that help her sleep. Um, and she takes it very seriously. I do take it very seriously. Do you seriously. sleep on your – how do you sleep? On your um, – Well, I start off um, on my back. Yes. And then I usually will switch sides throughout the, the evening. Do you Are you aware that you're doing it or you just end up – you look up and no, you're like, oh, I'm right. aware that I'm doing it. Okay. Wow. Yeah. See, I'm always on my right side. And if I go the other way, I get I get heartburn immediately. immediately. I have to, uh, do you have a like I have to sleep with a pillow between my knees or uh-huh. under my knees? And so yeah. I oh yeah, no, you're supposed to do that because that helps align your hips. Yeah, exactly. Sleep Jason sleeps with like a pregnancy pillow, like wrapped I around sleep, his whole yeah. neck. Jason and I are right. I sleep with a pregnancy. I think pillow. I'm gonna bring back my pregnancy pillow. Oh, it is magic. Listen, if I could travel with it, if there was a way that I could make it fit in a bag. I would bring it everywhere I go. Yo, how it. do we have like we can send you a mattress and it's in like the size of a can, but we can't do travel pillows like that because I don't want to be the weirdo carrying my pillow everywhere. But I need that pillow. I gotta have that pillow. No, with- you gotta have that pillow. It's a better pillow. Okay, listen. I will say this. My only concern, Caitlin, is when you take off both of your arms, how 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 you get how you get them back on. I just probably this is this is implying that there's like an Iron Man like Jarvis technology that dresses you in the morning, you know, with your arms back on. Oh, but like, so you just if, take your arms you off in the, the closet the and then you put them back on in the closet. Yeah, it's just. But what I don't if you know. got something going on at night? You know, take off one you arm. Got stuff going on at night, and you need you need one arm at least. You take off one arm. You take off what one if, arm. What if someone breaks into your house? It's a. It's in my notes too. Got to fight a home intruder. Yeah. What if you? What if what like if you a, have a fire? If you have a fire, you got. Are you going to try to get both arms? One arm. You need to keep one arm by your bed. Like at all times. You have a lot of uh, experience disfiguring dolls and like taking their arms off Jamie <laughs> and like burying them. What do you think? Yeah, about this? no, I find that Barbie really only needs one arm. They like, really slide really, into that dirt grave when you take their arms off. Don't they, they really do. <laughs> well, there's a lot less space taken up. I'll tell you that. Okay, up next we have Megan in Gluggly. Googly. Megan Googly. Megan Googly says, "I think it's time to stop investing in electric cars as the answer to combating global warming and start thinking about investing in horses. <laughs> when horses die, they don't leave behind a toxic battery that no one knows how to dispose of. When horses were our main source of transportation, there was no such thing as global warming. Also, would you rather hang out with a car guy or a horse girl? Think about it." That last question almost cinched it for me. I was like, "Well, <laughs> there's some good I was points like, here. Oh, 
Because, uh, Aaron, who would you rather hang out with, a car guy or a horse girl? Well, I am married to a car guy. So, so you are going to choose car I, guy. I, yeah, I am <laughs> legally. Uh, legally and uh, spiritually bound. But can I say, can we just be honest about horse girls? They're not that great either. Wow. Okay. Because they're always wanting to talk about pickles. Yeah. And it's not the cool pickles. It's the pickles with legs. Honestly, and, horse girls don't have time for pickles, horses, no, legless pickles. Well, horses, and they're always you know? carrying around a, the, it's like they're so into horses. It's like all they can be is a horse girl. They mm-hmm. don't have, it's like they've made horses their whole personality. I think uh, I, there's never, it's a, it's, a, it's a fine idea. And I do love, you know, trying to improve the environment and everything. It's never going to get buy-in from uh, men because of the testicular retraining. You know, because I get in my car right now and I drive, I don't have to worry like I got to be in rhythm with my car or I'm going to like crush my testicles. But with a horse, like if you watch Yellowstone, you know, you understand that you got to like go in rhythm with the horse. You're just going to smash those bad boys. Oh, I didn't think about my Pikachu. I've never yeah. been on a horse. I know that's shocking. But it's, it uh, is stunning to me. I thought <laughs> I, I was talking to a real horse girl, you know, horse girl. It's survivor. too high in the air. I can't be doing that. This to me is no notes. This is actually perfect because I read that horses produce up to nine tons of manure every year and you can turn that into green energy. Good job, Pickles. That's good stuff. Unfortunately, I think we've built our cities around commuting. Um, so that's going to be that's going to be a problem. Listen, you know? my my car, the car, the make of the car I have, they have just they sent me an email and was like three more years, no more gas cars. And I was like, oh, no, I got to have a plug in car. I do love this car. But like, listen, I, I'm, I'm fine with the electric car stuff. OK, I just need to see more battery charging places because I, the only ones I see and I'm, I'm in and around two cities pretty consistently. One's in the parking garage that I park in and there's three and then there's two at a Cracker Barrel. And that's all for the two cities that I like, frequent. That's not get, enough. How do you get across? How do you drive to Texas if you have an electric car? You have to stop and charge it every so often? I guess so. It can only go a certain amount of miles. I don't miles. understand electric cars. Yes, I just need that built out a little better. Right. Oh, no. I don't like that. Okay. Yeah. Um, up next, we have Annie Jurens. Annie Jurens says, tissue boxes should be sexier. <laughs> Stop with the designs. Whose house do they match? No one wants your grandma prints. Why can't they just be white? Which that feels, Annie. Come on. That's that's racist. Yeah. Why does something bring race into it, Annie? That's right. Wow. Or why can't they even look like a real designer had a, had a hand making them? So that's a shots fired at Kleenex designers. <laughs> Whatever is happening there just needs to stop. I mean, I do think whoever's designing the Kleenex boxes are like the uh, screenwriters of the Hallmark movies. You know, we, we, we know what's going on here and it's not a lot of effort. Yeah, I, it's like, I think yeah. I, I just want to understand, like, are, are we saying like sexier, like, you know, like cooler, fun, like designs or whatever? Or are we saying like sexier? Like, are we no, pretty I think premium she means on sexier. And so that's my follow up question. When you need a tissue, here are the four circumstances you need a tissue. Allergies. Uh-huh. Cold. No situation. So maybe okay. you got double girl. I kind of feel or, like that, those are all one situation. Honestly. No, allergies are different than a cold okay. and or crying like you're okay. sad and someone's like, you need a tissue. That doesn't happen to me. But like, I know it happens to people. So which of these situations needs a sexier moment? Is it booger, allergies, cold or crying? See, I'm sitting here thinking, is she in per- is she intentionally leading out another situation that requires tissues? Mm-hmm. Like uh, C, uh, forgetting <gasps> oh, Sarah Marshall. I forgot about the fifth one. Jason Siegel. You know, That's or why you need to sleep with tissues. one arm. I, I don't even know what that means, man. Honestly, I, I have no idea what that means. <laughs> I, so, I just, I think like, is it, is it, is the box like, is it, is the box like designed like a nude model and you're pulling the tissues out of an orifice or is, are you Which orifice one? would you want it to come out of? Um, I mean, I think the nose would be ironic and kind of funny, you know? I actually think it should come out of the butt. 
just a tissue out of the butt. It's, it's counterintuitive. I'll say that. It's very avant-garde, but I'm into it. Okay, up next we have Jennifer Lancaster who said, I'm tired of watching couples wash each other's feet at weddings. Mm. Your feet aren't gross. You showered this morning. If you really want to make the point that you're showing sacrificial love like Jesus did with his disciples, you should wipe each other's butt cracks after a number two at the altar. I mean, I, I, it feels like Jennifer is giving us an analogy there, but I do think within the analogy is, is an actual suggestion that brides and grooms should ceremonially defecate. During a wedding and then clean each other. Oh, listen, that'll know? be a wedding I'd finally be interested in being at. Like I, I would. Th- that's my thing. Is like I'm in. This is interesting now. Suddenly, you know, the, the stakes have been raised. I, I just think if if we're if we're getting rid of mainstays of of weddings, I would say let's get rid of that unity candle. As someone who did have a unity candle lighting uh, part in his wedding, um, I don't think we need it. I think we're good with unity candles, you know? Because don't we say two shall become one and we're like, and now you're married? That mm-hmm. Why do we need the candle? The candle's I don't think anyone ever says that now you're married. I don't think that's part of many weddings that I've been no, to. No, they don't go. And now, go surprise, at... you're, you're married. <laughs> <laughs> Sneak it well, if I ever get married, and hopefully I won't, I uh, because I've yet to find a man that's better than no man. But <laughs> if I get married, I definitely yeah. am going to do all the things. I am going to we're going to defecate uh, okay. at the altar. Yeah, we are going to wash the feet of their spouse. I'm going to sing to my spouse, you know and it. the wedding is going to be outdoors in the summer in the south. And at the end, they'll say, "Now you're married," and it'll be like, <laughs> "Got it." I wasn't sure, but now and I then am. we'll Thank all you. thumbs up. It'll be amazing. <laughs> okay, our last one. And this is a unique situation for here at Flavor Time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because we actually have co-mayors. That's right. Okay. It was an exchange they had, and we feel like they both deserve this. So up first is Alex. Alex Nunley's writes, farting needs to be treated equally with burping. It's the same air, just a different hole. And people seem to blow up about it. Okay. And okay. then A. Jeeton 18 said, false. Farts are the superior gas eviction method. If you mess up a fart, you just earned yourself a skid mark. If you mess up a burp, you just vomited all over the kitchen table. I'm team skid mark. These both are so chaotic. Yeah. Because I, I was like, like a, a couple of garbage pail kids just got an Instagram account and started communicating. <laughs> and I don't know what to do about this, you know? And my favorite thing is H. Eaton was like, faults all caps. Yeah. And I was thinking, oh, yeah, good. Talk about how farting isn't equal. No. Double down. And we're like, absolutely farts are superior. Like, no, farts are not superior. Well, what does superior mean in this? You know, like, is it is a good superior or bad superior? No, I think, listen, A. Jeeton seems to be really into skid marks. Sure. So it feels like the superior is, I I hope I get, I hope I misread that fart and it's a skid mark. Now, I went to littlemedicalschool.com and they said, this is in Canada, so I don't know how. Is it little or lil medical No, it's it's little. Okay. not, no rappers. Littlemedicalschool.com said, pooting is the same air we couldn't burp. And I was like, pooting. I, I've already lost yeah, I trust. In I this don't like the word provider. farting. I have changed it because I don't like the word farting. So okay. I'm going to change it to pooting. You like pooting better? That sounds uh-huh. so strange. That's like what Winnie the Pooh does. Well, it's going to get worse gas. in a minute because I tried to break it up with some uh, synonyms. So, but then I went to WebMD and WebMD said all burps, if left unburped, will become toots. I don't think but, they could possibly know that. Honestly, listen, that's that's no, absurd. But listen, then they say, but not all toots could have been burps. What? What? And they say it's because sometimes helpful good bacteria that live in your gut break down everything that's over. This is a science corner. Mm-hmm. And that process creates gas that normally comes out as a a toot. Jason, I'm thinking X-Files music underneath all of this. So like, <laughs> just let that go. 
I don't know if I believe any of that or if that's the most true thing that's ever been said to me. And I'm just dealing with it. Now, listen, I get that you might not believe littlemedicalschool.com, but it's sure. WebMD. Like it's yeah. WebMD. WebMD has led me astray a little bit of, of recent. So I don't know that Uh-oh. I can trust them always, you know, <laughs> but uh, but I, I, I respect the it's it's not about who's right. It's about how they were in the exchange for me. You know, that's oh, okay. why that's what I saw mayor material. Would you these. give would you give uh a different would you make them co-mayors or would you have a senior mayor and a deputy mayor? I I do feel did AG, you said it's AG Eaton? Eaton is that the exchange? Uh, and, and just for clarity, AG Eaton 18 is uh-huh. Ashley. So it's okay. Ashley. Ashley um her bio on I just want to make sure she's not a skidmark bot. Just like trying to engage in no, skin more conversations. No, on she's media. got a, her profile photo is a picture with her and a man in the woods. Okay. And uh, it, her bio says, trusting Jesus, comma, uh-huh. that is all. Okay, it's not all. We know that, much and, more. And about that's you. not all because you're into skid marks, and you have, <laughs> that doesn't sound like you have trusted Jesus at now, all. Did Ashley submit her own comment at some point, or is she coming? Uh, is she piggybacking on this comment? No, if I, she's piggybacking. She, I, I think she's deputy. Deputy. Okay, no, she is just saying, "Hey, you got it wrong, Alex. Okay, you're okay. incorrect." Which I do think there is actually something beautiful in yeah. the flavor. The, the flavor profile of yeah. someone being like, you think that's spicy. Mm-hmm. Hold my beer. And yeah. by that, I mean, hold my burp because I'm definitely going to fart because I'm more into that. You know what this I mean? Was, this was a flavor flavor remix, a fusion, if you will, that created yeah. something really nice. Okay. So Alex is our mayor. And then Ashley is our deputy mayor. Mm-hmm. Trusting Jesus, comma, that is all. It's good stuff, guys. That's really good stuff. But again, thanks to everyone who left comments and to uh, not to spoil a future episode, but we had so many great, like uh, almost too close to being true comments that we're going to save those and do a future episode with those. Um, so stay tuned for that. But as always, view thoughts and opinions on our thoughts and opinions, please let us know. Noxtream.com slash 506. All right, Jamie, you want to do some lights? <gasps> Let's do some lights. All right. What is your red light this week? This week, I would like to red light transcontinental condemnation. Okay, it's the end of May. Americans have had their first, they're having their first federal holiday in months, and a lot of them are headed to Europe. Okay, I don't know if you know this, but Europeans are already mad in advance that we're coming. Okay, because they're mad that we're going to talk so loud in Anne Frank's house. They're mad that we're wearing leggings as pants to see the Mona Lisa. Mm -hmm. They're mad that we want to eat dinner at 6 p.m. like an animal. They're mad that we want something other than baked beans for breakfast. Okay, (laughs) they're mad. Now, Americans, here's my tip. Don't be the worst when you go to Europe, okay? All right? Aaron revealed to us, and I know some of you are listening, and you're like, oh, no, I go to Europe all the time, and no one mistakes me for an American. Mm. Uh, You are wrong because of what Aaron says every American has, which is what, Aaron? Fireworks and hot dog face. Every American has fireworks and hot dog face, which means you've eaten a hot dog while watching fireworks at a gender reveal at Walt Disney World. At a 4th of July celebration at New Year's. Do you know what I mean? You know what? Those things are true. I'm not going to apologize to Frenchie for watching fireworks at Walt Disney World while eating a delicious hot dog. Because that was a great experience. You shouldn't. Exactly. So that's my tip. But I do. This also applies to Europeans who are thinking about coming to America. Okay. Mm. Three tips. First, we're friendly. We're going to say hello. We're going to nod ahead. We're going to look you in the eyes and smile. And guess what? That's okay. That is not an aggressive move. That is just us being American friendly. Okay. Yeah. Second, 
we can fit 30 European countries into our one, okay? So you can't drive from Vegas to Disney World in a day. Do you know that it takes 12 to 14 hours to drive just across Texas? And that doesn't matter if you're going up or down or left or right. <laughs> like, that's how long it takes. So you need to understand you're not going to get to hit all the high points like we easily could in Paris, okay? Yeah. All right? And and also, there are very few trains. So you're going to have to get on board, okay? Yeah, sad. And, but while you're here, congratulations. Please enjoy our unlimited ice, our free refills, our free public restrooms, and a little thing we love called American air conditioning. Okay? That's right. That's and you right. can enjoy it. So, okay, so let's just be better. You're welcome for those country. things. And not to bring up the past, but you are welcome for World War II. You know, it just has to be said. Um, okay? Thank you. We uh, Listen, um, we're just saying the other European countries weren't getting it done. Yeah. Okay. French, uh, the French defense was a little bit like the Boston Celtics we recently. The deal, guys. Wasn't quite we there. We sealed the deal. We're two for two for world wars. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> My red light this week is, uh, this is a short one. It's very brief. It's very obvious. Standing ovations. I always like to bring this back when it's uh, time for the con film festival because you get all these reports, these breathless reports that did you know Harrison Ford got a 68 minute ovation for being old and in apparently a stupid, terrible movie. Did you know that? Did you know that Johnny Depp got a 69-minute nice ovation for being kind of a predator? You don't need to clap for longer than 30 seconds. 30 seconds, I get it. 10 seconds is courtesy. 30 seconds is I'm really impressed with what you did. Anything over 30 seconds is indulgent. And there's nothing you can... If you clap for 12 minutes versus 31 seconds, I've gotten the same message. It's just been a waste of everybody's time. So I, I don't know the point we're making when we're doing the standing ovation. Yeah, I don't I either. When people come out and they're like, it got a nine minute standing ovation. I That's just so go, dumb. That just shows y'all have nothing else better to do and that you can't eat dinner until nine. So you're just deciding to clap instead. Just think about that. Okay. A bunch of mammals dressed up real nice, slapping their appendages together for 10 minutes and just look at what are y'all doing? What are you looking at? Like, are you standing the whole time? It's obscene. It's crazy, man. Okay, my green light. Are you ready? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a new book called The Ferryman by Ferryman, Ferryman. Ferryman, like Spider Man or Spider Man? Yeah, Ferryman. Ferryman. Okay. <laughs> the Ferryman by Justin Cronin. Um, Justin Cronin, who wrote The Passage, which is a great book, but this he had not written anything in a long time. And this is a dystopian sci fi mystery. Literally, like three of my favorite genres. If it was a romance, and it has a little bit of that, but if it was a romance, it'd be perfect. Now, this is the story of an island that's hidden from the rest of the world called Prospera. And the lucky folks who live there, they enjoy these long lives until the monitor embedded in their forearm falls below 10%. And that is when they have to retire themselves, embarking on a ferry ride to the island known as the nursery, where their failing bodies are renewed, their memories are wiped clean, and they are ready to restart life afresh at age 16. Now, it is super twisty. And listen, Justin Cronin serves you exactly what you need to keep turning the pages. And y'all, you need to be prepared. There's a lot of pages. It's over 500 pages long. And it is not for the weary. This book will wear you out. I had like a brain hangover. And part of that hangover comes from the fact that Cronin constructs sentences and paragraphs and chapters in such an eloquent, stunning way. He is genuinely the real deal. So if you love Blake Crouch or Andy Weir, or the TV show Lost, or the Matrix movies, then you will love this book. It's a per- I think it's a perfect summer read. I, d- I don't think books are just seasonal. Like, But what I love about this book is that you can get completely immersed. The first chapter, I only had read the back of the book, and then I read the first chapter, and he set such a stunning scene. I thought, 
oh, this is going to become a TV series. Like this whole first chapter would be a great pilot episode. Uh, or at least an opening before the credits. Like it was so good. So I highly recommend it. What's your green light? Um, I've got two. Um, one, speaking of TV, um, one I'm reading because uh, it is City Primeval by Elmore Leonard. And I'm reading it in advance of the uh, Justified miniseries reboot that is taking on this book. Um, oh, yeah, uh, so right. it's the story of Ray Cruz, a, a detective in Detroit, uh, and his attempt to take down the quote, Oklahoma wild man, Clement Manziel, just expert level villain naming. Uh, it's classic noir, good guy, bad guy, cops, robbers, storytelling, stuff like that. Uh, it's written in 1980 and it's meant to be like a hard boiled Detroit. So there are some language alerts, I will say. Um, but, uh, but even though this, this predates the character of Raylan Givens, um, they're going to insert Raylan into the TV version of this. And it's very easy to, to understand who is going to, uh, who, who's going to take the place of. Um, but it's just, it's classic crime novel writing. It's very excellent. And I'm, uh, I think the justified drops July 18th. So I wanted to have it done and have it read through Ooh, um, before call. I start the series. Uh, I know Boyd Holbrook is playing uh, the Clement Manziel character, and there's a lot of other people. So I'm really excited to uh, check that out. Uh, but the other green light this week is uh, another book. Um, it's called Fantastic Land by Mike Bakoven. And this, I'm, I missed this. I think this came out in 2017, and I'd never heard of it. Uh, it got recommended to me. And this book is absolutely bananas. It is uh, Lord of the Flies. But instead of an island, what if 300 high school, college-age kids were abandoned in a uh, Disney World-like place following a natural disaster? Ooh, okay, I've been to um, that. It's definitely closer to the horror genre than I usually go, as there is significant violence throughout. Um, but I love the premise, and the format that they used to tell the story is so well done. It's done like interviews, like a journalist interviewing people trying to understand what happened and telling the story of what happened in Fantastic Land. Um, but it is it is high concept, craziness. Cannot emphasize enough the Lord of the Flies, Yellow Jackets angle. Um, but it, I, I got through it in a day. I was so engrossed uh, in the story. I so that. I highly recommend people check that out. Um, all right, that's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. And before you go, remember anytime you do any shopping on Amazon, Make sure you go to Amazon.com slash shop slash the podcast first. So your purchases are affiliate link. Your favorite item purchased using that link this week was, Jamie, this is a pack of Apple AirTags. Okay, so these are the little air, air tags that you put with stuff so that they can be tracked and you can find it. So this has 61,000 ratings and it's 4.7 stars. Do you have an AirTag, Knox? Do you have an AirTag? I do not. I do. I do. I keep one in my luggage just in case it gets wander. You know, my luggage wanders off. However, there were 645 questions on this product and the best one is by far the question that says this sounds like a predator's wet dream how do we protect ourselves against them okay and then the person answered if another person has uh, placed an air tag to track you your phone will let you know look i've learned a lot on tiktok about people putting air tags on you in your property like if they think you're hot they'll put it in your handbag but air but apple did do the great thing which was it'll say hey someone's following you with an air tag i actually saw a tiktok about how if you have a car in colorado you need an air tag in it because your car is for sure going to be stolen in the switzerland of america and i looked it up colorado's uh car theft is like twice that of the next highest state huh 
Everybody's stealing your car in Colorado. What's going on, Colorado? I thought y'all were supposed to be chill out there. You, you think it's because there's just too many hills and people are like, I can't walk. I gotta I can't look car. over that hill. Maybe that car's over there. That's I'm right. going to report it stolen. All right, you guys, don't forget, we are going on the road September 2nd in Austin, September 30th in Atlanta. We'd love to have you in the room where it's happening. We're going to have the best, best time. So many fun secrets and surprises, and it's going to be two hours of chaos that I'm sure you will enjoy. Make a weekend of it with someone you love or just come on your own. There are plenty of people that will be there by themselves. We will match you up so that you can make a new friend. Also, if you can't be with us live, you can enjoy our live stream on September 2nd. Go to knoxandjamie.com live or the link in the show notes to sign up today. I'm Jamie Golden. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jamie B. Golden. I'm Knox McCoy. You can find me on the socials at Knox McCoy. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Bye, guys.